0: Three,
1: two, one. Jackson Davis all the way. Wow, Jackson Davis. Jackson Davis throws it down. Durham rises. woo for the win. Yes, yes. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome into the Candy Strug podcast. My name is Max, and as always, Tyler's cracking me. What's up, Tyler? Why are you laughing?
0: <laughs> nah, that introduction just caught me off guard. You're so happy for a uh, podcast as deflating as Indiana.
1: You know what? I feel I feel like I should come in jolly, because if I'm not jolly, then who's going to be jolly? Because with Indiana basketball, there's nothing to be jolly about. Very true.
0: I do I do appreciate the jolliness you provide.
1: You got to be jolly, man. If you're not jolly then you're I was trying to figure out a word that rhymes with jolly that is sadness, but I couldn't think of one. So Yeah, I don't know if there is But they get they get the picture. They get it. They get it. They get the fact that from this conversation they'll take away that Indiana lost to Michigan State 64-58.
0: Not, not, not another another tough loss, Ted. To on the season, yeah.
1: Tough. I mean, if we were speechless last episode, we talked about that, like how we're speechless. What are we now? Mute?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just cracking up because I don't have anything to say to it. Because I don't. I, I really don't know what to say about this IU team anymore.
1: Like, if you thought these previous episodes, like were structured and we planned them at this point we're if we plan it out too much we're going to be talking about the exact same thing because indiana does the exact same thing every game
0: yeah we're going to end up sounding like a broken record to this audience because i mean it's just typical if you had a game if you took a person that has never watched iu basketball and you wanted them to see one game of what iu basketball is about you're going to make them watch that tuesday game to michigan state because that's That's basically what Indiana is at this point.
1: Yeah. And then if you want to show them highlights, just pick one of the Iowa games and then the rest of it is just.
0: You can go to the Iowa games or you can maybe go to like to the layup lines. Those were most of our highlights occur, you know. Those are cool. Those are fun. Probably some good dunks in the layup lines. But other than that.
1: Those layup line dunks. Zach Levine. Ooh.
0: You see that one yesterday?
1: Yeah.
0: That was nice. That's wild. But well, we got him in a three point contest, unfortunately.
1: Okay. He's better threes. No, that's going to be mean. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But if you have listened to any of the previous episodes, you know exactly where I was going with that. So, I'm, be- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm that's this Indiana podcast. Or any player on the Indiana Hoosiers. What was that? Who shoots better three-pointers, Zach Levine or any of the Indiana Hoosiers? Zach Levine. I guess that's unfair because he's a like he's a pro player. Top scoring yeah. pro player. Yeah.
0: We have reverted to talk about Zach Levine and the Chicago Bulls on the uh, <laughs> Indiana Candy Stripe podcast because of how bad they're playing this season.
1: Oh <laughs> boy. I could, I could spend this entire episode not talking about Indiana basketball, but that's also not what anyone who clicked on this podcast came for. Very true. We, we, do, we give the people what they want. We the give the people day. what they want. And if one person, one more person listens to episode two, we'll have 25 total listeners, total plays on one of our episodes.
0: Well, can we say we, we made it big time if we get that 25th. twenty five.
1: I mean... What can I say? That's... A little pat on the back there for us. Little? Are you kidding? Big pat on the back. Do do some talking while I while I check something. I'm checking our own stats. I don't want to go to Indiana stats. I want to check our own stats. So do a monologue about the game.
0: Oh, you're checking our podcast stats? Oh, yeah. I like it. Well, while Max does that, I guess we can go over a recap of the game and some stat leaders. Um, Rob Fennessy with 16 points. Yes, you heard that right, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Finnessy scoring over double figures. He did shoot it on 6-16 to shooting, but when no one else has help, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. He also finished the game with 6 rebounds and 4 assists. But no one else from the Hoosiers scored over 10 points, which sadly is the case for IU at this point in their production. Um, Trace had 9 points. Trace had 8. Lander a little bit of improvement. He had seven points. Probably not the efficiency you'd like to see. And as we go down the line, um, you guys aren't gonna like to hear this. That um Indiana shot 10% from three point.
1: I bet if you what what did they shoot?
0: We shot 10%. If you put me or max in that game, I guarantee you if we shoot 20 attempts from three, we can make more than two. I would I would put money on that.
1: You would, you would put it in three, and I would put in zero. That's still more. That is still more. We still Trace, win the bet. I wouldn't put in three. I would actually – would someone be guarding you or no?
0: Yeah, well, like, let's say I take place of, like, Leo, and you take – I don't know, who, who's, like, your um, – who who's would me? be your Indiana
1: yeah. – Trace Jackson Davis. Okay, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Fair. I'm kidding. I'm not oh, kidding. fair. That was a joke. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not fair. That was a joke. Um, who that's a great question. You know what? Let's talk about that. Who to give the listeners a better picture of who they're listening to talk like, oh my gosh, words are tough. Who they're listening to talk about the Hoosiers. How would you describe yourself as an Indiana basketball player? Which, who would be your IU player comp? I would, I would definitely have to go with uh, Leo.
0: Anthony because I'm not trying to brag yeah my in my heyday in my prime I'm getting out of my prime now um I was a shooter so my favorite thing to do was run people off screens until they get tired and hit hit, knock down the open look so I would and that's what Leo does he doesn't we don't dribble that much we don't have a handle but when we're hot
1: we're hot so I would say Leo. okay mine is so for context here, my basketball career never advanced further than night league in high school, which was no, like it did. You league. mentioned it. We got we got the wick. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Don't tell yourself short. I won't sell myself short. Okay. And think about selling yourself short. I'm not doing that when I say this. I'm like, if Race Thompson is like a flat screen TV. I am dollar store version of Race Thompson. <laughs> like I'm like discount electronics <laughs> because I take actually scratch that because I do take some threes in the wick. Okay. I'm uh, give
0: yourself a credit now.
1: All right. I am dollar store race Thompson with a three-point shot. Okay. I like I like some inside game. I like to I like to hammer down low a little bit. So if you take dollar store
0: race Thompson, Max, and Dollar Store Leo, we give more than two three pointers and shoot better than 10% in a game.
1: Because yeah. yeah. Boom. Speaking I mean, those- of you know what our you know what our percentage from three would be higher than oh. percentage of the student population that listens to our podcast. I did some math here. That's what I was calculating. Right now, our highest listen count on our highest episode is 24. That is 0.07% of the Indiana student population. Thank you. That's pretty decent, though. Thank you, Indiana, for helping us get this far. Thank you, my family, Tyler's family. I'll
0: I'll give a shout-out to my family. Mom, dad, Max, Tanner. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Love you.
1: That was awesome.
0: And and I got to shout out my dog, Jasmine. Love you too.
1: Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Tyler's <laughs> family. Um, I haven't been timing, but I wonder how long we've been recording versus how long we've been talking about Indiana basketball.
0: It doesn't matter. They don't want to hear it. They'd rather hear us talk about how great we
1: are as podcasters. Maybe us. this summer we'll just make this a pop culture podcast and this is just a preview about what the summer is going to be like. Because I don't want to talk about Indiana basketball anymore, but we probably should. All right.
0: We can get into it.
1: Anything else you want to touch on before we talk about sadness? Um
0: no let's get right into sadness.
1: Okay, let's get into sadness. Good. I like I like where your head's at.
0: Out of March man- Madness it's a little March Sadness.
1: Good. I like it. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the title of the episode, March Sadness. That's a good title. I like it. Fitting. All right, so what did you think of this? Uh, and even in the notes, I wrote Rutgers recap. It's not, we didn't play Rutgers, even though the game felt the same. Okay. Michigan State recap. What did you think of the game?
0: Um... There wasn't a lot good. Like I'll go back to the last uh, podcast and look at my keys for you to win. First one was limit Aaron Henry. We didn't do that. I think he um, he scored twenty two points and had eight rebounds. And down the stretch, I mean, we couldn't guard him down the stretch. He got whatever he wanted. Um, if I go dominate the glass, there was a lot of times I use really bad against more athletic and bigger, stronger teams. We saw that in the Michigan game. They just killed us on the glass. And even this game. And my third one was get on the break. I don't know. I think we were even in transition points, I believe. But, I mean, honestly, this is what Indiana basketball is. We compete. We play our butt off on the defensive end. And on offense, we look miserable at times. Mm -hmm. I mean –
1: Huh? We look lost. We do. We,
0: we look like we're in a walkthrough practice just going through the motions half the time. And it's typical IU basketball because no one, no one outside – like, Trace will get into this later. He wasn't much of a factor, and credit to Michigan State. They made some major adjustments. But when he's not going, our guards look very passive to each other and don't try to create. And that's when IU gets in trouble – and Michigan State, they have their guy, Aaron Henry, and we, we don't have an Aaron Henry type of guy that can get us tough buckets down the stretch. And that's where Michigan State was able to pull away.
1: Yeah. A few weeks ago, I asked you this question. I asked you, if IU is down by one or two, and there are only a few seconds left, I asked you who you'd want taking the final shot. And we kind of had a discussion about, like, multiple options. Mm-hmm. At this point, like, I don't know. Well, that, that guy's nobody. That guy's
0: hurt, and on the bench for us, we we don't have him. And Armand Franklin, I think we both might yeah. have said his name, but we, we don't have him right now. And Rob tried to
1: be that throughout the game.
0: He got some good looks, but he still
1: he did the best strong. he could. This team just seems out of gas.
0: Yeah, there's. There's no real culture to this team or togetherness. I feel like
1: there's no culture, and I think I think something that's interesting that I haven't thought about much this year is that this is an issue with having what say sixty percent of your bench be made of freshmen. Is like it just seems like we don't have rhythm. Or yeah. maybe we're lacking bench experience.
0: Yeah, that was, a, that was a good point you made about our bench because it is all, besides Jerome Hunter, and now that we don't have Armand, yeah, our bench basically is our freshmen, And they haven't been in any situations. No. Like late late in the game, needing to get buckets. And they're putting this spot, uh, whether it's Galloway, Leal, or Lander, they're putting these spots – especially when Trace isn't going. They're putting these spots to make a play, and they just haven't been in these positions. So it's hard for them to figure out exactly what to look for on the offensive end to get them a
1: bucket. And it's just tough because you don't have – when you lack that experience coming off the bench, you don't have anyone to turn to. So your starters aren't scoring. They're not able to get to the hoop. Outside shots aren't really falling – So you put in some fresh legs and hope you get something from the bench. But the bench is actually 80% freshmen since it's four guys. Mm -hmm. Those are your only replacements. When you're playing nine deep, that's what we played, right?
0: Yeah, I think it was. Yeah,
1: yeah. we we went nine deep. So your entire bench is your freshman class. And that just means like you're turning to – when your starters aren't able to score, you're turning to freshmen who have all struggled shooting the ball throughout the year and are either continuing to sh- struggle to shoot the ball or just starting to figure it out. So yeah. in March, you're at the beginning of March and you're relying on this game and the next game to try and get yourself off the bubble and then the Big Ten tournament. That's just a awfully tough place and a pretty miserable place to have to turn to are all first year students. If your starters aren't able to put it in, the only place you have to turn, have to turn to is for first years.
0: Yeah. This game kind of showed a good team versus a bad team. I know I is not a bad team, but they're playing like a bad team. Like this is a time in March where you're supposed to be gaining that momentum going into the big Ten tournament and going into the dance. And IU really hasn't found their identity at all. And it seems like we're playing worse as the season goes on. I think this was maybe our best defensive effort as of late, but like, it's unbelievable how bad our offense is. I I don't, I really don't have a solution. Like I said in the past, I sound like a broken record, like, these curl cuts off the baseline work tremendously, and I think Al's probably the best coming off them yeah. because usually he either gets a look at the rim or he gets doubled, and it could be a dump-off score big on the baseline. But it seems like we're just not having a lot of player movement off the ball.
1: No, and, no.
0: And we don't – our team is not full of five-star, four-star four star guys that can get their shot whenever they want to. Whether, whether that's off the dribble or catch and shoot. We just really don't have – we have a lot of facilitators, but when it comes down to crunch time, we don't have guys that feel confident enough to get their own shot and get us out of our cold streaks.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, boy, do we need do we need big men back up. Ooh, we do. We,
0: we get killed against yeah. bigger, more physical teams.
1: When Race went to the locker room – Who is our backup five? Jerome? Geronimo? Like, when Trace goes to the bench, and I keep saying this, like, you may not have noticed that Joey Brunk is gone, Mm -hmm. but this is when I noticed, this is when I actually sat during the game when I wasn't preparing for a podcast and finding things to talk about. I sat there during the game. I went, wait, who's on our bench? Who's a big man?
0: Yeah, we don't we don't really have a big. I mean, Geronimo's. I think he's too small to play a five, and obviously, yeah,
1: we don't have anyone.
0: Jerome should. I mean, unless we're going Jerome's small.
1: Jerome is not a center. Jerome is yeah. not a center.
0: Yeah, he's not going to play that position for us.
1: I mean, so Logan Duncombe's going to be big next year. We're going to need him. If we're going to try and find success, unless we find someone in, like, the grad transfer market, we're going to need Don to come in and make an impact right away. Especially if – I don't know if
0: you want to talk about this now or later, especially if Trace decides to enter the draft.
1: Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Because I think there are a lot of IU fans – who have opinions about that. And obviously they want him to stay, but he's got to do what's Mm -hmm. best for him. But I think at this point, and we've talked about this a little bit in our, in our class that we're in together as well, kind of mentioned it offhand and you and I have talked about this. I think it's in his best interest to stay in college for at least another year.
0: Yeah. Well, I think if he does enter the direct, I agree. I think It'd be a lot better for him to stay and develop another year. But the question is, is he going to get that player development where he can end up hitting a 15-foot jump shot when he's open? Because – or he would be able to go to the league, and I don't think he would go to a team. I think he'd be a G League player and develop there, which could be – is good for a lot of people. But I just – I just don't see how Trace – no, I love him. I mean, you look at his stats, I think he's averaging like 19 in a game in the Big Ten, which is unreal.
1: Oh, he's an unreal college player.
0: Yes. But-, but you see the talent and the skill level is just not where it needs to be if he's going to be – and he's undersized as well, which we've seen a lot of undersized big men be successful in the league, but he just doesn't have that skill in him or that dominant trait. Like you look at Dennis Rodman, he's an undersized big, but he's great at he was great at defense and great at rebounding. Ben Wallace the same way. And you look at Trace, as like, well, he's down and down low when he's not going against other great big men or great coaching uh, schemes. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I'm trying to think of a comparison to him right now. And I was thinking because, I mean, Trace isn't necessarily a one-trick pony, but he has, I mean, on offense he kind of is. The down low post game mm-hmm. and you don't see I mean this is not a, a direct comparison at all but someone like Andre Drummond who doesn't have an outside shot mm-hmm. at all you see his value tank you know he went from a really strong and sought after player to like he's kind of no one wants him now.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, you're going to get like 12 to 15 rebounds a game for him. Yeah. Nine,
1: which. But I don't know if Trace can do that with his size. Exactly.
0: So, yeah, I, I mean, being an IU fan, I'd love to see him come back and see his development, because I think he really can develop into a great player and add that jumper to his game, which I think he needs a lot.
1: Yeah, he needs that a lot. And I mean, the other question that I didn't even think about is, is Indiana even the right place for him to develop? It's true. So I think true. we should talk about the frustration we saw from him in that time out in the huddle. You can't know because the cameras weren't there. Unless you were in the huddle, you can't know who he was talking to. But he looked really frustrated.
0: Yeah, I think he displayed that frustration that IU fans have had the whole season, but just on a national TV stage. Um, I don't know if it was because he wasn't getting the touches. I think he only shot – he didn't shoot that many times in this game. I know he got to the free throw line a lot, but I don't know if it was a lack of touches or just the way IU was playing. Um, I'd be frustrated too, though, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I don't blame him.
0: But Michigan State did a lot of things good. I mean, they pushed Trace Jackson out because in that first game he had 34 against them. And in this game, he struggles. He has nine and struggles to get that nine points. But they just pushed him out of the paint a little bit. So now, um, he 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 does that two dribble over the our uh, right shoulder a lot, but it doesn't get him anywhere. And he's almost fading away half the time because of that pressure that the bigs are putting on him, or the physicality are just kind of pushing him off his spots. So credit to Michigan State for that. But
1: yeah, That's I would be frustrated if I just put up all season. Hmm. That was the lowest amount of number of shots he's put up all season.
0: Yeah, and he did have some foul trouble, though.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Early, I think he had two in the first half, nearing the end of the first half.
1: But, yeah, it was a
0: it was a frustrating game for him to play and a frustrating game for us to watch.
1: He made, he made one shot. He had seven points from the free throw line. He made one shot other than that. It was a tough game. It was. <sighs>
0: it's not a great, a lot of great things to talk about. I mean, it was just one of those games, very deflating, and we're there the whole way, and you just know it those last five minutes. Like, are we going to be able to make shots to get the lead? And, and we weren't. And we, able, and we weren't able to really get stops. I mean, Aaron Henry just took whoever was either off the dribble. I know he had a race one time on a mismatch. Uh, was able to drive down low, stop, and get a floater in. I mean, he, he was deadly, and we, we just don't have that guy. Especially when Trace was having a bad night, you'd love to see someone step up. We just don't have that guy.
1: Yeah. Christian Lander had seven points again. That's good. He shot
0: 60%. He shot 60%.
1: Yeah. I'll take it.
0: I mean, maybe – I would love to see at the end games. I know Rob was having our best game, so he was in. I'd love to see him, Al, Jerome, race, and trace on the game.
1: Yeah. I feel like
0: that could be our best
1: lineup going forward, but I don't know. And I think we saw a better shot selection from Christian. I mean, in terms of playmakers, like we talked about how IU doesn't really have – a playmaker who you're comfortable just giving the ball to him, and he'll be able to find his own scoring. I think that guy is going to be Christian Lander.
0: Yeah, I think he'll be able to put on enough weight in the off season so he can really finish because he loves driving to the left where he can be able to take that contact or give that contact away when he's driving and still be
1: able to finish. I think that'll be huge for a New right development there. too, like since these past few games. That's a relatively new development that we've seen from him flashing his speed.
0: And so. we need that. You don't really see a lot of, I mean, a lot of games we get those switches on big guys with our guards, but we never take advantage of it. And I think Christian Lander's starting to see that, that he can blow by these big sometimes and either get to the cup or draw the defense in and kick it out. And hopefully uh, we can make some shots, which hasn't seemed to be the story of late.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Um, I mean, any other things you want to talk about from this game or should we move to Purdue?
0: I, I guess we can move to Purdue. I mean, yeah, yeah other than Trace really – I mean, Michigan State was able to bottle up Trace for much of the game after he put up 34 in the last – I mean, IU shot really – I mean,
1: Michigan State only shot 23% from three. Yeah. I think Michigan State's ability to shut down Trace, I, I mean, that's that's the issue with our offense right there, is yeah, go, go, go. Trace gets shut down, who else is going to score? We talked yeah. about, you and I talked about before, we were like, well, at least this time they had a bit more of a balanced score, scoring effort, but that means by balanced we mean one person is in double digit scoring, and the rest are like around six points.
0: And, and, and none of it came late when we needed it. No. And that's where Aaron Henry scored so, the majority of his points.
1: To end the game, what did we go? We went like three minutes without scoring or something. Mm-hmm. stretch in the fourth, fourth, uh, second half.
0: Yeah. I think, I think we it was a few
1: minutes without scoring. And it's just – yeah. This is a team that has their season hanging in the balance. They need to pick up these two games if they even want to stand a chance at getting an at-large bid. And you can't score for a few minutes? That ain't it. (laughs) IU basketball for you. Yeah. So I guess actually that is it because it's all they're able to do. But anyway – don't feel great going into the Purdue game. Then again, Are I can't remember
0: that. 5 but... against them? Say that again? Aren't we like 0-5 against them in the arch area?
1: I don't even know. Probably. I I bet it's worse than that.
0: I know we haven't beat him since he's been here. I just don't know what the exact record is for like 0-5. or.
1: Yeah. Well, if we play twice per year... It's got to be worse than that. Let me look. That's a good question to see what it's at. I mean, the only
0: positive going into this game is that they're ranked 23rd. So if we pick up a win, it's another ranked team win and a quad one win. But that's still not enough at the end of the day no. for the committee to say, oh, IU deserves to be in the dance. That's why it was so crucial to pick up this Michigan State win. Because yeah. if we're able to beat Michigan State on the road after they beat a after they're finding their finding their way, I mean, two wins against Illinois and Ohio State as of late, if we're able to beat them and beat Purdue in our upcoming game, at least that gives the committee the look at IU and says, okay, they're a good enough team to be in the dance, and they can probably upset a few teams. But now it's just we need it. Purdue win, and we need a run, like a crazy run in the big-time tourney.
1: Yeah, I have, I have some thoughts about that. But just looking at, like, where Indiana-Purdue lines up, you have to go back to twenty February 20th of 2016, the last time Indiana beat Purdue. And then the last time that Indiana beat Purdue at Purdue, you have to go back to 2013. Jeez. So history's not on our side is what you're saying. she's not on our side. History says this game's gonna suck, but I mean, looking at Purdue, um, I mean, their uh, Williams is their Trevion Williams is their leading scorer and their leading rebounder. He's averaging fifteen point six points, eight point nine rebounds. Uh, they have that really tall freshman center. What's his name? Eday, E-D? Mm-hmm. He's huge. He didn't do anything. against
0: us the last game. I think he was all four and had nothing besides two fouls. So
1: sounds like our freshman. <laughs> that was mean. I'm sorry. Dang, I mean, dang! That's Honestly, played in the. podcast. You know, like I have. That's kind of what I'm here to watch the rest of the season. Is the freshman because that's our future. I, I thought you were supposed to be our jolly guy in this podcast. Now you're throwing no. shots. Jolly, Jolly Max went to sleep. Jolly Max was tired. Here's <laughs> cynical, sad Indiana basketball Max. Welcome to the dark side. Welcome to the dark side of the force. I'm just... I, we keep saying the same things over and over, or at least I do for keys to the game. You got to find someone else to score in double digits other than... Other than Trace and Armand and Al. And then you know what happens last game? None of them score in double digits. Zero. Rob is the only one who scored in double digits.
0: I, I, I think there's only one key to the game in this Purdue matchup
1: win? Win. Yep. I
0: mean, there's like, we, we can say like limit turnovers. Or Ray Thompson has played play good defense against Travion Williams. But at the end of the day, we just got to win.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you pick out, if you isolate three things to be keys of the game, there's a list of 20 other issues that will waltz themselves in during the game. Yeah. I mean like limit turnovers, find other people to score. Oh, the defense has holes. You're not able to box out and get rebounds. We shoot 10% from three. 10 freaking percent from three. And you can't buy a bucket down the stretch. Okay, make those your keys to the game. (laughs) And then I don't know. Like we're one we're one whack to the face of Race Thompson away from having one front court player. (laughs) I'm surprised he's he came back after that hit. That was a nasty hitter. I love race. Mm Mm-hmm. You always
0: got to have a player like race on your team, like that energy glue guy. They can count on every night to be
1: consistent. I mean, but actually like, where's our, where's our front court depth. We talked about that before. Did I talk about that in the podcast? It's all a blur. Yeah. Like, about fire, is all a blur. Yeah. But yeah, where's our depth. Yeah. I totally did talk about that. Sorry, listeners.
0: <laughs> it's it's late. Give him a break guys. It's late.
1: It's all the same.
0: It's all the same. It is. At the end of the day, it's a frustrating IU loss, no matter what happens during the game. The outcome, these last five out of six games,
1: I believe, have been really frustrating IU losses. Yeah. Where do you think – so you kind of talked a little bit about what Indiana needs to do. I think, barring a Big Ten championship appearance, I think – there's no shot
0: well we might have having to play in that first day on wednesday
1: yeah nothing
0: yeah well yeah i'm just saying we'd have to just play an extra game yeah we play on wednesday we'd have to win that we'd have to win the second round game and then we get to like the michigan illinois ohio states whoever else is in our conference we get to those games and if, yeah, I, I think we, I think you're right. I think we'd have to make an appearance in the big time championship.
1: All right. So here's, I have a picture of if the bracket started as of yesterday, if we took the standings as of yesterday, I believe. Yeah. Projected bracket as of, okay. So Tuesday. Um. So I don't know if that's including Indiana's loss. I think it was before I believe. Okay. So, I mean, we may slide into the 11 seed, but right now, where we stand is we're on the side of the bracket with Illinois, Iowa, Maryland, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Nebraska. So let's say we're in that first game, we play Nebraska because Nebraska is not going to, Northwestern beat, um, Northwestern beat Maryland actually. So they're not going to, I don't think they're going to lower down. So it's probably going to be Nebraska. Okay. Um, so let's say we play Nebraska first game. We beat them. Then right now it's slotted in at Wisconsin. I believe, although this is a bit outdated, I think, but they've always so been. Let's a tough. Say, out. Let's say if we take that standing, we beat Nebraska, Wisconsin and Iowa. You have a team that is currently right now, unless we win. Let's all right. Let's throw it in and say we beat Purdue as well. This final game.
0: Hey, we beat Purdue.
1: Let's go. We are. What are we? We'll be thirteen and thirteen overall. The season. Yeah, we be five hundred. Three games over five hundred if we win those first games with three wins over Iowa, a win over Purdue as our quad one wins is Wisconsin quad one, Wisconsin yeah. quad one. So, I mean, then we'd be up to five, four quad, five quad one wins on the season. So if, if we beat Iowa, like you said, in
0: this big time tourney, does yeah. that put us in the championship or does that put us in the semis?
1: That, put us, that puts us in the semis.
0: Okay. So I think if we win those three games and including Purdue, so before, I think that'd be enough. Really? I mean, un three. So if we get that Wisconsin, Iowa, and then Purdue, I mean, three out of your last four quad one wins. That's pretty good. That's hard to.
1: That's tough to ignore. I think it. it, You'd have to see how they play if they get blown out in the quarterfinal against like Illinois or something.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's just another loss, though, too.
0: (laughs) You know. Now, Now, for the listeners, we are speaking. Very delusionally right now. There's I don't know if so the many hard.
1: ifs the chances of Indiana closing the season with a win against Purdue and then beating Wisconsin and Iowa would be. Yeah, I don't I don't know if delusion delusionally is a word,
0: but I'm gonna use it and that's what we're speaking right now.
1: Yeah, we're speaking we're speaking in I don't know. I don't know what I'm speaking in. Not real. <laughs> yeah, not not fake. real. Fake talk. But I mean that's like that is a great summation of the season. You have to talk this unrealistically to even get close to talking about Indiana making the NCAA tournament. And just
0: a few weeks ago, or more than like a month ago, we were like a lack 10 seed or eleven
1: seed. Yeah.
0: But then this play of late has just been – especially in the defensive end, except for this Michigan State game, which I think we played decently uh, uh, defensively. It just that we don't have the players, the caliber of Aaron Henry, and he was able just to kill us down the stretch. But, like, our our defense
1: this past month has been brutal. Our season has ended up the same way we've been finishing games lately as we just haven't been able to close. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we just haven't we keep I feel like we keep moving, we lose a game and then we move to the next one and say, Okay, this one is really a must win. And then we lose it. And we're like, okay, the next one, if you want to have a chance, you gotta win this one. And then we lose that one. And it's like you're out of you're out of must wins. There's really nothing you can do at this point.
0: Like I said, you only keep the game for Purdue win i don't care what happens if we get the w at the end of the day i guess i'm semi happy yeah get a- going into the big time tourney
1: yeah a lot of work to do if we get if we get blown out if we get blown out against purdue i think archie's done
0: if we get blown out purdue i don't even think we should be allowed into the big time tourney yeah because well, just give a team a buy or something. I don't. I really don't think we deserve to be in the Big Ten tourney. if well, a we team get
1: would get a, a team would get a buy because we'd be in. go into the bottom four.
0: We should but we should be put in the NIT if we lose this game by twenty or more or maybe, get blown out.
1: Maybe we should get put in the NIT. Yeah, are we even deserving of getting the NIT I don't know. Who's here? I don't even. I don't even know. I just feel like I have no faith in this team right now. Hey, we're not bottom it, like, four. We're not bottom four right now in the league. Yeah. No. Hey, congrats. But we could be. Who does Penn State play?
0: No idea. Penn State
1: plays Maryland. And they could they could pass us. Or we could tie them. Oh, boy. I don't even want to think about this. This is just sad. We do. We don't. We do hold the tiebreaker over Penn State, though. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, they play Maryland. We we had it oh. like two point win earlier in the season against them.
1: We don't have. Do we have it over Minnesota? We do have it over Minnesota, don't we?
0: Yeah, I think we. Yeah, I think we beat Minnesota. We
1: All right, so it looks like we're gonna have a first round bye. Hey. Okay. We don't have to. <laughs> We don't have to watch Indiana lose to Nebraska. That's our first good thing to celebrate in these last four
0: weeks. We get a first round bye in the Big Ten tournament. Indiana <laughs> get the bye,
1: colon, in the Big Ten tournament. I don't know what else to talk about. Did for for our a, listeners a, out there,
0: if you, you do want to listen... The more of me and Max talking about our playing days, just just let us know. We're more than happy to talk oh, oh. about our playing days instead of Indiana basketball.
1: If you want to hear my, like, episode titled Stories from Max's High School Days in Intramural League, shoot me an email.
0: Yeah, don't, don't be afraid to reach out if you don't want to listen to...
1: If you want to hear Tyler dominate high school basketball, shoot us. I wouldn't say
0: dominate, but...
1: Now you're selling yourself short. I didn't dominate. I just shot the ball. Like I was. All right, you want to hear a story? Story I the ball. Really quick. And at the wick. Oh, hold on. I'm,
0: let me let me cut you off. Okay. Maybe this is like a ritual. We end the show with like a little max story time <laughs> flashback and pass.
1: I I think I, I, I think your listeners would love it. I have plenty of I have plenty of moments. Well, let's hear one. Fine. I can't tell. I'm deciding. You want to hear one from college or my first season ever playing basketball?
0: Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Let's hear college, though. We'll go back to the first here later. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we'll dig that one up later. Um, That'd be a good if we lose. That'd be, like, mood for for the Purdue game. I like it. This is a good mood for right now. So, you know how, like, when someone fights for the rebound and, like, Puts it back up, they're always like, Hey! Yeah. And one. I did that one time at the wick, but like it didn't come out how I thought it would. And I didn't have a voice crack even. It just came out more high pitched.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And so I was like, Ah! <laughs> like that. And it was just terrible. And it was sad. But that like sums up, I feel like that sums up Indiana basketball right now. They like march into the gym against Michigan State. They go up and like ah, and then like bank it off the backboard, and then Aaron Henry posterizes us.
0: Just just so I can hear what's that sound again? Can we just hear that one more time?
1: <laughs> sure. Let me get a sip of water. <laughs> so I can adequately do this for you. Oh, I love it. I'm glad we picked the college story. <clears throat> ah! <laughs> <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you ever hear if you ever hear that noise, you know that Max t tewinkle co-host of the Candy Stripe podcast, just had an insane rebound and put back. You know that that, that sound is the sound of Max Parker t tewinkle dominating pickup basketball at the wick.
0: That's a sound that students hear when they're um, on their visit and they walk into the... Fieldhouse. Oh, my God. They hear Max's scream. They just go,
1: ah! And they go, "Uh, I will be taking my talents to the (laughs) University of Michigan. I think that'd make them want to go here even more. Because then they know they can dominate the wick. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. If that's the quality of, oh,
0: God. Honestly, that story right there and that sound has been more entertaining than watching
1: IU play basketball this whole, whole year. Well, I got more where that came from, so. I just want to thank you for that. I think on behalf of our listeners, thank you for that. uh, There's more where that came from. There is more where that came from. (laughs) Uh, What do you have? Like what, 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 what's your best, what's your, what's your, let's just juxtapose that with your highlight from high school. Highlight from high school? Or it could be college too. What's your, what's your basketball, what's your peak basketball moment?
0: Peak basketball moment. I guess the best one would be my senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. So we were playing a rival Sandberg and it was like 20 seconds left. And we were down, we were down one. We were coming up with the ball and it was a play uh, designed for a point card, just go one-on-one on one and try to either get to the cup or driving kick. So basically I'm on the wing, just chilling. Like he's going to take the shot. So I'm just going to chill right here. So he ends up driving and he kicks it to me and he catches me off guard. So I catch it and I take one dribble and I step back and the defender kind of leans backwards. I step back for three, a little fade away, hold the foul through nothing but winning. So that was my, I guess, highlight. Is That game winner. It was a game winner. It was like with like 12 seconds left, they ended up um, missing a free throw. And we got the rebound and the game kind of ended there. You sealed, but
1: yeah, it? I like, you sealed it.
0: I sealed it. Yeah.
1: Okay. Wait, the next Lincoln? day. Who was this against?
0: Uh, Sandberg. That was like our rival.
1: But it, your it team is LWE? Yeah. Lincoln Way East. Yeah. I'm looking up the Frankfurt station daily. High school highlights December twenty seven, LWE forty eight Sandberg forty seven. Yeah, I did have a nice.
0: I did have an interview to get after the game, so yeah, I kind of made a big time after that game. No big deal.
1: You nailed a three pointer with four seconds left to catapult the Griffins to victory on December fourteen, and what Max did was voice crack on the.
0: But hold on. It didn't end all good because the next day we had a game in the morning, it was a Saturday game, and we got blown out by like thirty. So
1: Okay. Well.
0: So it was the, it was a really big high and then a really big low the next day. So I guess it canceled out.
1: But <laughs> all right. Well, let's pretend the loss didn't happen and end on Tyler making a game winner.
0: Yeah, the foul through was nice though. I remember it. I remember.
1: You have video? I want to see video of this. I do have video. I, I
0: can I can send it to you.
1: Okay, please do. And then I'll, then I'll send a video of my younger brother, my younger brother and my dad. My dad coached my younger brother in like eighth grade basketball. I'll show you the game winner that I called. That was my, so far my uh, only broadcasting experience. So oh, you, you called the
0: game? Oh, dope.
1: No, I called the game from the stands. Okay. <laughs> but okay. I was screaming and all the parents were like, who, oh, what, <laughs> who's this kid? By the way,
0: I know we're getting off topic. I know we're supposed to talk about yeah. keys, Purdue, or whatever. Are you like a Trey Galloway type of guy with the shorts? Or are you like shorts below the knee, at the knee,
1: or above the knee? That's a good question. So lately, actually, I've been rocking above. Okay. Above the knee, unfortunately. Sorry. Basketball, basketball shorts, I do wear at or below the knee. Okay. Um, but lately, like for running and stuff like that, I've been wearing above. Okay. Um, And I don't ask really if anyone wants to see that. I just do it, <laughs> which may be rude. You know, I'll tell you, probably my favorite look, my sickest look, and I would not describe it as sick. The words that follow saying my sickest look do not match up with being a sick look, but dance class, like my red basketball shorts with my like black tights under it. Ooh, clean. Okay. clean. So just get that picture
0: in your head, listeners, of Max with the short shorts with the black leggings yelling. Ah, no, no no, he's no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 short shorts, black red basketball shorts. Okay. Okay. Leggings. Okay. Dancing his heart out. I like it. And voice cracking on a put-back layout. <laughs> oh That's so we need to make Twitter and we can put a video of Tyler's highlight up there.
0: That's so great hearing that. A <laughs> uh, wig highlight.
1: I hope I brought a smile to your face, listeners.
0: <laughs> it, it had to. I mean, I was going down. Very you know what? In-
1: we had fun today. We did. I had fun. I had fun.
0: It was a very jolly podcast
1: at See, the end here. Jolly woke Jolly Man woke up from his nap and he graced our podcast with more jolliness. And with ask. that, we should end we should end on a jolly note, unless you have anything else. I'm not gonna make a prediction.
0: No, I just like the key to the game. I said let's just win. 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 Win, win, win. And then
1: from there, whatever happens, happens. This time, last time I said someone other than Trace and Al need to score in double figures. I'd like two people to score in double figure this time. Okay, who's here? Two. I don't have names. Oh, okay. I don't know know anymore. I I I thought you were going to give us names Other than Trace and Al, and then neither of them scored in double figures. That's true. So I'm not going to make that same mistake again. Jerome for 45 points. Jerome for 45.
0: That would be something. That would be unreal.
1: I would describe myself as the head of Jerome Hunter fan club because he was in my class one time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got to give a shout out to Jerome and Max's class there.
1: Jerome, if you ever listen to this podcast, could you do me a solid and like record our intro?
0: We got to get some guys on uh, next year if we can on the podcast. You're like,
1: listening to the Candy Stripe podcast. <laughs> I've never heard Jerome talk before, so I don't know if that's what he sounds like. Yeah, you, you nailed it. I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. You're listening to the Candy Stripe podcast.
0: Okay. Not that deep, Batman. But maybe a little higher.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> going to do a Batman, but it was going to come out Bernie Sanders <laughs> or Dick Vitale. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Can't believe it.
0: Can I? Can you do that impression uh, in the backdrop of the of the game winner I hit,
1: and I can post that? So it's like oh, absolutely, my... absolutely. That'd be that'd be awesome. All right, send it to yeah. me, and i will do it. All right. I think. I think.
0: We need to get out of
1: here. (laughs) This podcast has gone from listen to Max and Tyler talk about Indiana basketball to listen to Max and Tyler have a casual conversation between two friends and not... We need to get out of here. It's late. We need to get out of here. Thanks for listening to the Candy Stripe podcast, everyone. We appreciate the support. Keep listening. Share with your friends. Share with your family. We appreciate it. This has been fun. Thank you for listening. Peace.